We're going to be in Genesis chapter 4. Thank you for being out tonight. I know some of you are tired. You come from work and uh, you strive to be here. If you're like most, uh, if when you're not here on a Wednesday night, you start you f- you feel strange. You feel like you've you haven't been in church forever, or you f- you feel off, uh, yeah. and you say, you know what? I'm not gonna go. I'm tired. I deserve a day off, and then you don't come. And you're like, man, I should have went. Yeah. I should have just went. I could have made it. And uh, so that's the next time you say, you know, I'm gonna go no matter what. And God blesses you. You also notice too. Amen that God gives you almost a supernatural strength. Uh, when, you, when you spend time with the Lord and you dedicate that time for the Lord, he gives you a strength. Uh, times where, uh, you know, he made sleep for us. You know, he put Adam to sleep when he made Eve. You know, that's what the first time sleep was uh, mentioned in the Bible was with Adam. And God put him to sleep. And uh, the Bible says, you know, thy sleep shall be sweet. God will give you a sweet sleep. And of course, when you spend time with the Lord, you, you'll have that rest in your soul. Our bodies are very resilient. It can handle a lot. Uh, most of the time, we're worn out mentally, um, emotionally, and of course, spiritually. But when you uh, spend time with God and you, and you dedicate that time first to him, he gives you rest, Jesus said, even unto your soul. And that sweet rest in your soul uh, you'll be surprised. Uh, you wake up smiling, and you wake up, even if you feel a little tired, you still feel rejuvenated, amen? And then you have men like Caleb in the Bible, who even at their older age, the Bible says, have more strength than, in, than before in his entire life. Why? Because God uh, blessed him, put a blessing on him with that. And God can put a blessing on you, or he can remove the blessing. The earth is naturally cursed. We know that, right? Uh, so, by default, we're all out of, uh, we're all part of a cursed world. So we need a blessing from God. We need that. It's not going to come by default. Uh, by default, we will go to hell. And by default, uh, the ground is cursed no matter what. But thank God, amen, uh, we're not going to hell if you're saved, you're going to heaven. And thank God that there's a blessing for you. If you want it, if you want to grab it, if you, like um, Isaac, he wrestled with the Lord and he said, I will not let thee go until thou bless me, until thou bless me. And uh, the, the Lord blessed him there. That was Jesus he was wrestling with. And the Lord blessed him. Why? Because he, Isaac did not let him go. So, um, I'm sorry, Jacob. Jacob did not let him go. Uh, so don't let the Lord go in your life. Don't allow things in your life when it gets hard and you start letting the Lord go. Uh, we're going to be in Genesis 4. The Bible says uh, in verse, um, we'll start in verse 1. Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. Amen. And, and she again bare his brother Abel. So Cain was the oldest and then Abel was second uh, born. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So Abel was naturally a a shepherd, and Cain was naturally a uh, gardener, a farmer. And in process of time, this was after, there's your key, your key uh, phrase right there, if you want to uh, try to figure out how uh, the wives came about later and stuff. This was a, long, this was a while later. In process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. 
All right, there, there, there came a time where they knew they needed to give God something. We, we, we need to give God something. And, uh, you know, that's with all mankind. Wherever you go in this world, you're going you're to find some type of religion. You're going to find some type of uh, spirituality, if you can say that. Amen? It doesn't mean it's truth, but there's something there. Why? Because it's in all of us to know that there's a God, and uh, somehow, some way, we need to seek him. And here you had Cain and Abel, they, they wanted to give God uh, something. So they brought to, to God, in process of time, uh, verse 4, And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock, and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth. I mean, he got angry. He was, he was, uh, he was filled with wrath. And his countenance fell. Uh, let's pray. Lord, uh, bless this time. Bless the message. Thank you for your word, Lord. I pray that you would uh, just fill us with your, your spirit, fill us with your word. Uh, anoint us, Lord, as your people. And we love you. Thank you for all you've done for us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. You notice how uh, Cain, uh, right away, the Bible says his countenance fell. And it, this, when the first time I heard this, this really uh, struck me uh, to, to see this, where Cain's countenance, that was his facial expression, uh, the way he was, a smile on his face. Amen. God didn't make us miserable. Uh, God made us joyful. Amen. Uh, God didn't make us uh, with our heads down. God made us with our heads up. Amen. Uh, th that's how the Lord made us. Uh, he didn't make um, uh, uh, people who were an angry people. He made happy people. Uh, the Lord made all things good. Amen. He, he didn't make weeds. Uh, weeds came from the curse. He made uh, roses. Uh, he, he made fruit on the trees, amen? Uh, he, didn't, he made birds, not the mosquitoes. He did make the mosquitoes and all. But the, all, all those pests and everything that came about uh, as a result of the curse, even if God did make the mosquitoes, I'm not getting into all that uh, during the beginning and so forth. But what I'm saying, they weren't bloodsuckers uh, like they are now, amen? Uh, uh, that came about from the curse. Uh, so uh, listen, all I'm trying to say is we need a blessing from God. And we don't have to have, keep our heads down anymore. You don't have to live uh, and be stuck with your issues today. You don't have to be uh, um, miserable. You don't have to live miserable or settle for miserable. You don't have to settle for unhappy. You don't have to settle for depression. You don't have to settle for uh, being unblessed because God is uh, still here. Amen. And he's a merciful God. Uh, despite of who we are, God is good. So look what happened here. Cain brought to God his offering. His offering, is this too loud? It sounds very loud up here. Is this, is this too loud? Johnny, no? Good? Okay. Uh, so Cain brought to uh, the Lord his offering. Abel brought, brought to God his offering, which was the firstlings from the flock. Uh, and God accepted that. God, uh, Abel brought to God his best. Amen. But Cain brought to God maybe his best as well. So it may not be as your best, uh, but let me say this, that King, uh, Abel, brought, Abel brought to God that which he could never get back. You see, um, the, the fruits, they would grow back. Uh, but once that uh, lamb that was living, uh, and once it was taken and sacrificed, that was it. The life was done. It was over. Uh, and King gave to God uh, something that he could, um, that would grow back eventually. I mean, he didn't chop the tree down, or he didn't cut the stalks down and, and say, here, God, 
Why? Because it was going to grow back. It didn't matter. You know, and the Bible says because uh, by faith, Abel brought to God a more acceptable sacrifice, more, something that God would accept by faith. And it takes faith, amen, to please God. Without faith, it's impossible uh, to please him. Uh, when you come to God, when you give to God, listen, if, it, if, if it's easy to come to church for you, then it's not faith. Uh, if it's easy to give, then it's not faith. Amen. Uh, why? Because living by faith is hard. It's against who we are. If it's easy, then uh, it's not a faith. Faith, when faith begins to be born, you hit a threshold in your life uh, where you've crossed the reasonable, um, uh, your reasoning, uh, you cross that point. You cross what makes sense in your life. You cross uh, the point of your resources. You've crossed a point in your life where it becomes out of your hands now and into uh, the realm of faith. Uh, maybe when God calls on you, maybe he called on Abel. Abel, I want you to give to me uh, the first things of your flock. And Abel's thinking, well, you know what? I'm never going to get this one back. And I need this one. I need this one to... Uh, supply for my family. I need this one to supply uh, for the winter. Maybe it was right before winter or whatever. Uh, but And he's trying to figure things out. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when, when you hit the threshold of that opportunity to have faith, that's where it begins. Uh, faith, it, it reaches a, a, a measure or a limit where it becomes out of your uh, means and resources and your control and your logic and everything else. You cannot write it on paper. And that is only the beginning of faith. You say, well, I, I thought I had a lot of faith. I thought I had a large amount of faith. Uh, you might not have any faith. You, you, you might have never even proven your faith to God besides salvation where you place your faith in Christ. Amen. Uh, but as far as living, the just shall live by faith. Faith, living by faith is hard. And you've, you've never stepped out on a limb or done anything for God uh, where it has caused you to doubt. It has caused you to uh, sweat. It has caused you to grip uh, your kitchen table at midnight and say, I can't give this or I can't do that, Lord. After spending time in the word of God, when Abraham, when God called on Abraham, Abraham, give me your son Isaac. He, he didn't just say, all right, good, I'm tired of that boy anyway. I'm, just, I, I'm glad that God uh, had me do that. Uh, I'm going to give him. No, he, I, he, he wrestled within himself uh, like any father would. And he said, God, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, is, is, uh, is this God speaking to me right now? Is this God's will speaking to me? Uh, uh, I need to reevaluate my mind and reevaluate my walk. And God will never have me do this. And if he would have went to his friends, they would have said he's crazy. If he would have uh, told his wife, she would have definitely uh, killed Abraham first before uh, he would he would have given his her uh, own son, his own son. Amen. Uh, but whatever the case may be, it, listen, it's the threshold of faith. It was only the threshold when Abraham said, uh, God, I will give him. And then the journey took place. The long journey uh, to the mount where he would offer up his son. And then when he tied him down, and then when he grabbed a knife, and then where he, well, with 
with momentum and force went down and the angel had to intervene, intercede and say, listen, no, God will provide himself as a lamb. Amen. Talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. Abraham, don't do any harm to him. Now we know. Now we know, Abraham. Now we know. Listen, that was only the beginning of faith. And Christian, we need to live by faith uh, tonight. And if you've never stepped out on a limb for God, if, if the Christian walk is just easy, cheesy, as they say, and, and you know what? I don't mind doing this. I don't mind doing that. Well, you, you may never step out on faith then. God will call on you and say, I'm going to require of you something. And it's going to take, uh, it's going to cause you to sweat. It's going to cause you to doubt. It's going to cause you to reevaluate your life. It's going to cause you to second guess. It's going to cause you to, if all, all your human instinct is going to be challenged at that moment. Why? Because it has nothing to do with who you are. It has everything to do with your heart's faith. And that is the opportunity where you can begin only the threshold and the beginning of a tiny seed that can be sprouted in what is called faith. You say, I, I live by faith every day. Well, what do you mean by that? I, I, I got a man told me that. He said, well, I live by faith. Well, t- tell me what that means. Tell me what that means. Well, I just trust God for everything. Well, how? How? That's easy to say. But Jesus said, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? Christian, God wants to challenge you today. He wants to call on you. He wants to share some things with you and uh, share some heavenly visions and uh, things that you've never seen before, things that have never entered into your heart before, uh, things that God has prepared for you uh, and prepared for them that love him. He wants to share with you today. Uh, and it, but it takes faith. It takes a stepping out. God called on Cain and Abel here, and Cain brought to God uh, what Cain thought. But that wasn't accepted. It wasn't accepted. Listen to these words here. Uh, and the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thou canons uh, fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. He's talking to Cain. Notice God didn't just uh, strike him dead right away. No. God's dealing with Cain. Because God, God has a purpose for Cain. God knows that Cain is a, a farmer. And God wants to bless uh, Cain. And he's trying to help Cain here. And he's trying to uh, stay with him and, and have mercy on him and instruct him as a good father. Amen. And God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And God, like a good father, listen, uh, the, the devil will have you start running right away. Uh, the devil will, once you don't like what happened, uh, the devil wants you to run from God right away. But, but God's never going to let you go. Uh, he's going to stay with you. He's going to instruct you. Uh, the, the first mistake, uh, it happens so we get, we get uh, a bitter or we stop going to church. And it, 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 it shuts a door for God to speak to you. You say, well, God, uh, God can speak to me anywhere. He can, but we won't listen everywhere. Amen. <laughs> Our hearts are only tender at certain times. Uh, God can use any. Listen, God, 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 can, God can use a heart attack for you in your life. Amen. Get you in the hospital bed and, and speak to you there if he has to. Uh, you know what I mean? God had to sit me down. Um, I got in a, a bad car accident, and, and uh, it, it, it woke me up a little bit. Um, God knows how to sit his children down. Amen? Uh, so don't let the devil take you out. 
uh, because God still is always going to speak to you. He's always going to instruct you. He's, he's going to uh, uh, help you and, and be there for you and, and stay with you. Uh, why? For your own good and his glory. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. He's just telling Cain here, Cain, just do right. Just do right. That's all. That's simple, right? That's very simple. Uh, if, if we will all just do right, if we will all just do what God wants us to do, everything will be okay. But that is not the case in any of our lives. Let's find out what happened. Uh, and God warned him. He said, if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Cain, if you don't do what's right, if you don't obey me, if you don't listen to me, you're going to have sin lying at every door. You're not going to have a blessing. You're not going to have uh, fruit in your life. You're not going to have prosperity. You're going to have sin lying at the door. And behind sin, the Bible says, is every evil work. Behind sin is destruction. Behind sin is corruption. And we don't want that sin lying at, at every door. We don't want sin lying at any door. We want all those doors shut. But when, when you close the doors of God, you're opening new doors. You're opening doors to, to, to de demonic activity in your life. When you close the blessings of God, you're opening up the curses of God by default. Because God's hand, when, he, when it's upon you, it's also keeping out things out of your life that are enabling you to be blessed and are enabling you to have God's presence in your life. We are not a void or a vacuum or, or outer space. It's going to be filled with something. You're either going to be filled with the spirit of this world or you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. If thou doest well, thou shalt be accepted. He said, if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Verse 8, Cain talked with Abel, his brother. Did not God warn him about this? This just proves Cain didn't want to do what was right. All he had to do was, if you wanted to offer to God, God laid out what he was to do. You see, God doesn't accept everything we, we want to offer him. Uh, most of us only want to give God what we can get back in return. When it comes to faith, though, uh, it's crossed our limit. If it's easy, if it's within our means, if we can figure it out, then we'll give to God. But listen, you can't please God unless it's a faith. Uh, if, if, you're, if you're just living your life uh, in, in easy Christianity, you need a challenge today. You want to please God, you got you to really uh, give unto God, do unto God. Uh, be there for God when it's hard for you to. It wasn't easy for the Lord to come down, be made flesh, and die on that cross. And man, we, we live in a world today where just everything is easy. Um, I get mad if, if I have to wait an extra 30 seconds for like a Dunkin' Donuts coffee or something. Right? How, <laughs> this is how we are. Uh, but listen, God is still God. He's still the same. Cain, we know what happened here. Cain, he, he, uh, he wound up killing his brother. Verse 9, Lord said unto Cain, where is thy brother? You notice here, when, when does Abel talk? Where is Abel in all this? Where is all the instruction to Abel? Abel, you did a good job. You're going to be blessed. Listen, it's all about Cain here. It mentions Abel because he was murdered. But you notice who gets all the attention is the one who 
is, is doing wrong. Why? Because God's on him. God's after him. All these verses are about Cain, 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 Cain. God's never going to let you go, amen? And sometimes uh, you, might, you might get the more beatings, the more attention, because God's trying to steer you right. Unfortunately, too, it's the other way around. When um, the, the faithful, listen, if you're faithful for the Lord, you're not going to get any praise. Because we don't need any praise, amen? Those who are faithful, God gets all the glory through them. And unfortunately, the people who are most faithful are always just expected to be there as well. Like Abel, Abel's a faithful man. You don't see him much, but it was Cain, 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 Cain. And Lord said to Cain, where's that brother? He said, am I my brother's keeper? Uh, yeah, Cain, you are. You're the older brother. Verse 10, he said, what, what hast thou done? The, the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Now, now, look at these words, and now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy blood, brother's blood from thy hand. You see, Cain was a farmer. Naturally, he was a farmer. And his life revolved around that. And everything he had invested was in that ground, all of his livelihood, all of his future, everything he had, and now it was cursed, and he was cursed from the earth. There was a separation, a void, an emptiness, uh, no, no rest now for his feet. At work, at home, breathing, living, there was a separation in his life forever. At this point, while he was alive, you are cursed. Verse 12, when thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto her strength, unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. God told Cain, Cain, you're never going to have rest now. What you have done, you have cursed yourself your entire life. Why? Because he refused to listen to God. He refused to give to God what God accept, uh, was expecting of him. And we see this uh, symbol of, of Christ here. Amen. God only receives uh, one sacrifice, and that's uh, he pointed to the Lord and said, this is my son, amen, in whom I am well pleased. Uh, the blood of Christ speaks better things than of Abel's blood, the Bible says, that crieth from the ground. It speaks mercy. It speaks love. It speaks forgiveness. The blood of Abel spoke vengeance. Uh, venge me, O God, venge me, uh, and curse, curse this ground for my sake. But God, the blood of Christ speaks for us. It speaks, forgive these people, for they know not what they do. Have mercy on them, O God. Have mercy on these people. For they know not what they do. And Cain said unto the Lord, in verse 13, My punishment is greater than I can bear. He was within himself unable to handle the curse and punishment that God has put on him in his life. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. 
And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. God put a mark, God put a, a hedge of protection around Cain to still put his hand on him, still to say, listen, this, is, this man God is protecting here still. Amen. Thank God for his mercy, which endureth forever. But what I bring out tonight that uh, you, you don't have to live, amen, uh, from uh, how you were born. You don't have to live naturally. Uh, if, if your bloodline is cursed, if your family's cursed, uh, some people say that, uh, you know, I was, my father was born angry and I'm born angry. You, you don't have to live like that, amen. Uh, God, God wants to release that and bless your ground. God wants to take you and use you, uh, but we have to step out by faith like Abel did, uh, and, and give to God above and beyond. When, when Abel sacrificed to God, there was no turning back from that. That, that lamb is never going to come back to life. That lamb is never going to come and, 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 and uh, sprout another lamb. It's done. It's over. That life is finished. Uh, when that blood was taken, uh, but without the shedding of blood, there was no remission of sins. And he took that lamb, and God took it and received it and accepted it. But Cain's offering, he accepted not, and he refused it. But after he refused it, Cain got angry, and, but God instructed Cain and said, Cain, just do what's right. You can come back. You, can, you, can, you have a second chance. You have a third chance. You have a fourth chance. You have a fifth chance. You have a sixth chance. You have a seventh chance. Just get it right. If, if you do right, everything shall be okay. But if you don't do right, sin lieth at the door. Some people, they... They're under uh, the preaching. They come to church. Uh, they, they know what they need to do, what is right, but still they refuse to do it. Why? Because it's not of them. They refuse to step out by faith. They can't figure things out in their life. They can't see how it would work out. God may be speaking to you, to, uh, to you today uh, to step out on faith, to do things for him that is contrary to what you understand or what you know or what you uh, may be able to perceive in your life that will be safe and okay. Why? Because that's, it's easy because you can uh, keep a grip on it or you can figure it out or you, you, you can uh, still calculate it and make sure everything's all right. But when it comes to giving of yourself, uh, listen, God, there's people who won't even sing to God. Amen. God, God, God gave you that breath. And you, you, won't even, you won't even use that breath to sing to him. Uh, God gave you time. And you won't use the time for him. God can take away your time. God can take away your breath. You won't use your... You, people, everybody today is worried about their health. Give your health to God. Give your life to God. Trust God. If serving and doing for God is easy, then it's not a faith. Faith is a supernatural thing that's beyond all of us. Where you commit to God that which you don't understand, that which you do not know, that which you cannot figure out, but because he has asked you or demanded it, demanded it of you, you're just going to obey no matter what. That is the beginning 
of the threshold, you know what a threshold is, that's, that's at the doorway. When you walk into your door, your front door of your house, that's the thing on the floor that you have to walk over, that's your threshold. That is only the threshold of faith when you step into the realm of faith. And then from there, your faith can grow and mature more and more. Some people never get past that threshold. Some people are right there. As salvation, I've talked to people because they won't put their faith in Christ. They believe with their mind. They believe they, they can quote to me the scriptures back. They can quote to me who Jesus is. You say, well, if they believe who Jesus is, aren't they saved? They got to believe with their heart. And there are doors that the gospel has to break down through their heart. Doors of pride, doors of self-righteousness, doors of sin, doors of bitterness, doors of unforgiveness. And until that tr the truth of the gospel reaches their heart and they believe it with all their heart, and from their heart call on the Lord Jesus Christ, that's when they're saved. I've had people in tears, crying, and say, I don't want to go to hell. Well, ask Christ to save you. I can't. Just ask Christ to save you. I can't do it. Why won't you get saved? I don't know. I just can't. Many I spoke to, one after another. Some people reaches their heart. I want to get saved. Do you believe who Jesus Yes. Do you believe, you believe you're a sinner? Yes. Lord, save me. That's all. Some people say, it's too easy then to get saved. I know it is. It's easy to die too. It is. But it's just as easy to get saved. Why? Because Christ paid it all. And a walk of faith and a life of faith, Christian, is the same. Just as you receive Christ, now you're going to grow in him. And as he's called on you, as he commands of you, do it. There's going to be some times where he might wake you up in the middle of the night. How many is, have you ever, have, has Christ ever done that to you? Wake up. I can't wake up. I got to get up early for work. Well, this is early. Two in the morning. <laughs> Wake up and pray. Wake up. Read your Bible. Say, I can't fall asleep. Well, maybe he wants you to read your Bible before you go to bed. Well, I can't because, um, yeah. Cain offered to God what he could do. Abel offered to God that which he could never get back. And God says, you know what? I'm going to take that. That's something I'll take. We'll give to God our leftovers. It's amazing. Uh, we, uh, the church I came from, we had a uh, rescue mission where they uh, housed men, 30 men uh, a day, fed them, clothed them, all through ministry. No uh, government support at all. And uh, we would go and pick up, we would get a call. Hey, we have these things for, uh, to give to the, to the Lord. 
Like, Great. A whole bunch of food. We'll go to, a, to the house, and it was an old box that they pulled out the basement uh, for canned goods that were two, three years expired. Here you go. You know what I felt like doing? Taking on them cans and throwing it right through their window. You want, you want to give this to the Lord? I'll show you. That's not giving to the Lord. Give, him, give God your trash. God doesn't want your trash. He won't take your trash. You know, Cain could have give, given God the best of his fruits. He did. It was the first fruits. But God says, no, Cain, I don't want that. But God, you got to take it. You have to take it. This is all, all I have. You got to do better. Does God demand of us better? Yes, he does. He demands of us our best. And God is worthy of our best. I've told people before, I used to say, people used to ask me when I invite them out to church, they say, uh, what should I wear to church? And I'll say, just, oh, just, just come however you want to come. Be comfortable. But I stopped saying that. You know why? Because that's wrong. We are not here for ourselves. We are here for God. So what I say now is wear your best for God. Whatever definition that is for you. I know people who all they wear is Eagles jerseys. Well, you better wear your best, 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 the one in that trophy case over there. Amen? In the glass case signed by whoever. You wear that one then. Oh, I don't take that one now. That one's a special one. Well, that's what God wants you to wear then. Wear the special one. Wear your best. I was, we were, I was in a job and... Uh, witnessing there was um there were two older sisters they're uh they inherited a house and the house was loaded with stuff and we had to put in a new system and they found out uh i was a pastor and i they said you you work with the kids and the teenager i said yeah yes i do yes ma'am and uh they said oh well do you think there's a pool table downstairs? And I knew what they were talking about. Was we, we were doing the heater down there and in the basement. And the pool table was, the, the leg was broken. And it, it was tilted over, full of mold. And it was in the way. And we had to move it. It was, it was garbage. I said, man, why are they keeping these things here? And it, that, that, I hated that pool table because we were working and we had to move it. And they said, there's a pool table down there. And you work with the teens. I, they said, we want to give that to the Lord for $50. $50. I said, listen, that's garbage down there. I said, you could pay me $50 and I'll help take it out to your trash. How dare you? How dare you? You're speaking about God. We would give to God as if he's an idol. As if he's not worthy. God is worthy. God's given you breath. He's given you breath to sing. He's given you breath to witness and proclaim his name. God's given you vision still. You say, I need glasses. That's okay. You can still read his word. God is worthy to have his words written. That's why we don't hand out. Listen, I don't hand... I buy personally those Bibles I hand out. 
I don't hand out no vinyl Bibles. I, I hand out the word of God on leather. Why? Because it's worthy. His word is worthy. God is worthy. God is worthy. And when you make him worthy, I promise you, God will bless you more than you could ever fathom. God will show you how worthy he is. And he will take your life and make it worth living. The alternative to that, naturally by default, is a terrible life. There is no life worth living than living it for a worthy God, for a holy God. And we live it by faith. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge this church. Step out on a limb tonight. Hear from God. Let him come down in your life and shake you up a little bit and say, God, what do you want from me? What can I give to you? What can I do for you? I don't want to waste my life down here. I'll give it to everything else but you. But God, you are worthy of my life. Would you take me? Would you use me? You know, God will hear that. And immediately he's going to require of you of something. It might cause you to grip that table. It might cause you to sweat. It might cause you to doubt. You might say, this can't be God. Because God will never, God will never make me, all right, Lord, I surrender all. What do you want me to do? I want you to go hand out tracts in that crowd. I want you to go preach to your uncle. Uncle, he won't listen. I want you to forgive that person that hurt you. I'll never forgive him. I want you to do it. I want you to tell me first that you forgive him. Then I want you to tell them right to your, their face that you forgive them. I want you to give me of that. I want you to do for this. I want to show you how great I am. Church, I want to challenge you tonight. Ask of God to give you an opportunity to prove your faith. Faith begins at the moment God requires of you something that is beyond your means and capability and understanding, that which you could never get back. And that is only the beginning of faith. And when you obey, blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, come to you now. Father, you are worthy of our time, of our talents, of our treasures. And by faith, O oh Lord, I pray you help us to walk. As you said in your word, the just shall live by faith. Bless us, I pray. Lord, I pray that you would... Uh, Come down, Lord, and speak to us all. Help us to be people of faith. Give us opportunity to show our faith, Lord. Call on us. Speak to our hearts. Lord, be strong with us in these last generations. Lord, in, this la in these last days, be strong with us. I pray, O oh God, that you'll be clear from your word. Move amongst us. Do a great work. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let's all stand. And we'll start off. Come on down and ask God, God, give me opportunity to, sh to show my faith. Speak to me, Lord. What would you have me do? What would you have me give? What would you have me be? You know, the blessing of God will be withheld until you obey God. 
God may even be speaking to you right now and you know what the Lord requires of you. If it's easy, it's not going to be a faith. You're going to struggle. It's going to be beyond your means. It's going to be beyond your strength. It's going to be beyond your natural ability. But by faith, with the power of God, you can do what God wants you to do. You can move those mountains if you have the faith of a grain of mustard seed. Ask of God, God, call on me. I want to be a, a servant of you. I want to live by faith. Amen. Glad to see the Brocks here. I'm not ready to let them go yet. <laughs> They're special in my life. Uh, Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for your word tonight. Thank you, Father. I pray you help us to have more faith in you, Father. Help us to give us uh, our all to you, Father. Lord, I pray you help us to remember what we learned tonight. Help us to take it with us, Lord. Father, I pray you give us traveling mercies. Father, for the food and fellowship downstairs, I pray you bless it. Father, and help us to have a glorious time that we may give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen.